0: Hi, everyone. My name is Lady Sasha Jones, and I'm the artist engagement manager at the LP.
1: And I'm Atue Ramos-Hermin, and I'm director of programs at the Londra Project. Uh, welcome to the LP Documents podcast, a podcast where we explore how artists and neighbors in communities of color are creatively enacting societal change and justice. This season, we're focused on the themes of affirmation, belonging, and community building through art making. As we continue to be in remote connection with one another and reflect on life before the pandemic, life now, and what keeping community relationships look like during this time, we asked artists in our Create Change Fellowship Program to call into our podcast to share a story. The
0: Create Change Program equips artists of color with tools to build and deepen community through art. This usually takes shape via public art projects across one's local context, involves workshops on the topics of community asset mapping, race and power, and building community partnerships. We were interested in hearing how our current cohort of fellows are applying what they've learned and how they're staying in community and building community through their creative practices, especially as the pandemic continues. Some of the guiding questions that are shaping this episode are... How have they created a sense of connectedness, affirmation, self-determination, or hope within their communities? Or what's a personal experience they've had around feeling
1: connected to their communities? And now let's hear from the artists.
2: Hello, I'm Andre Lake. I'm an artist and art cultural worker. For me personally, starting my project, working with Black and Brown students, talking about inhabiting a predominantly white space, and just asking them about their experience. And a lot of these conversations either turn into laughter or sadness or just really tense moments. But I think what, what it felt like was just like a warm blanket of comfort. From those interviews, I, w- I started making installations in my studio and working with how can I tap into those emotions abstractly in a way where it's not objectified by the white gaze, but um, that that is felt and experienced openly in the installation work, working with sound, working with those materials within the same vein of working with this community project and trying to engage with the community of bed and think about like, what is the future of education look like? What is even the conversation intergenerationally really look like? Um, operating within the same type of technique of just listening and gathering information and just being present and I think I really want to cultivate and just take time with um, and engage in and hopefully the future of this work and sound piece can exist in a way and create more of like a sense of togetherness.
3: My name is Aileen Sunama-Dominguez. I am a poet and community artist in an abolitionist mindset i'm from bronx new york as a youth educator as a teaching artist i am always affirming my students and it feels like opening up a portal with them whenever there's a breakthrough whenever they see that their voice has power that their imagination can birth beautiful things beautiful words poems um When I see that spark and that breakthrough, it feels incredible. It feels like a seed has been planted and I may not see the eventual flower, the eventual tree or fruit, but I saw the planting. I saw the sowing and I took part in that. You know, um, I'm showing them how they can water it and how they can see it to fruition. And so I feel so blessed to be able to do that with them. So it's been a really wonderful experience. And I I see that as my way of nurturing community.
0: I really like Angelique's youth engagement work uh, and its focus around the white gaze. Um, and inhabiting white spaces is it's, it's, it's a really strong conversation to have with young people uh, and particularly the interpretation of these conversations and listening sessions, as she puts it into these like abstract audio installations. I'm really curious to see how that work unfolds. And similarly, I, I greatly appreciate Aileen's interest in planting portals as she so beautifully um, puts it via the uh, working in the space of the imaginary with with young people, it's 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 quite interesting.
1: Yeah, I feel like the the opportunity to have this intergenerational conversation, uh, where you know, on the one hand, uh, Angelique has this final product, you know, which is the installation, and being able to share the voices of youth through that art uh, art work. Feel like, there's a great opportunity there to you know bridge potential you know further conversations around race, around you know uh, agency, and and so and I really appreciate the way that she um, talks about that. And Eileen, I think you know, I really appreciate the, the way that the process is so at the core of, of the um, work. So, being able to plant seeds with the students' voices um, and being able to. Um, Know, see that kind of uh, walk through uh, a process of sharing stories, listening. And, and I think that it's really great to engage young folks.
4: Hey, my name is Kimberly Tate. I also go by Galaxy. I use she, they, and we pronouns. I'm an artist, embodied designer, design educator with the Center for Architecture and faculty at Parsons School of Design. I'm also a mother and an organizer of healing spaces that center Black, Indigenous, and people of color, our bodies, our experiences, and our wisdom traditions. I live in Flatbush Lefferts Gardens, Brooklyn, and my family comes from the island of Leyte in the Philippines. For this embodied research project, I'm interested in wisdom practices that can build resiliency and keep us connected as we move into a future of more climate-related disruption. I gathered an intimate cohort of artists and organizers of Southeast Asian descent to come into the studio with me. We were Filipino and Chinese, Indonesian, and Thai. Originally, the project is about resilience and climate-related disruption, but the pandemic became a living case study to witness our personal stress responses as modern industrialized society broke down. Original project goals had to shift because times shifted. Exploring resiliency, we prioritized care and connection in the moment. We centered our bodies and acknowledged the native lands we were on and their original stewards. Over the weeks, we shared family stories and understandings of our ancestors. We traded, adapted, and remixed life practice strategies that could help us. We leaned also into our creative practices to help metabolize this tough time. Among us, there was collaborative storytelling, metaphysical crafting, video poems, writing, movement, and making food as medicine.
5: My name is Manuel Molina Martagon, and I am an artist. I've been working with food for the last few years. It is never about the food itself. Um, It always works more as as a device to get people together. Like right before lockdown started, I was presenting a taste. It's a project uh, that I did with Arts Alliance and Cuchifritos Gallery at the Essex Market. It was a project I started as a part of the More Art Engaging Artist Fellowship, and and then finally found a place that was perfect to bring together different people. You know, like uh, the you know the Essex Market vendors, uh, locals, uh, people that came because they saw because it was listed on Eventbrite. Really, a random. A fantastic mix. Acquired taste looks like a cooking class but it is sort of an open-ended script in, in which the participants uh, will cook a very very labor-intense poblano delicacy, chiles en nogada. It's a very very delicious baroque and historically loaded plate from Mexican gastronomy. It is basically a poblano pepper stuffed with apples, with apricot, uh, pine nuts, meat, then it's deep fried, and then it's covered with this uh, sauce that's basically made with uh, goat cheese and walnut, and you know finally it's topped with uh, pomegranate seeds and some parsley. Yeah, it's totally over the top, and it's a very it's very unexpected. You know, this sort of opens a door to talk about so many different topics. You know. We we talk about our relation with food, um immigration, uh, labor, uh heritage, access, health, uh, food justice. And you know, the list goes on. Many conversations were, were personal. Um some people talk about what it meant for their parents to always you know make sure there was food on the table, you know, this sense of safety and, and security. Having this experience right before the pandemic was was great. It gave me a sense of, of patience, of hope, and um, something to look forward, to, you know, whenever it's possible to bring people together again.
1: i still salivating with that description
5: of that amazing plate. I just have to say I
1: never tried it, but I would love to. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Um, I appreciate the way that the, you know, both uh, they both talk about food um and ways to heal and reflect and being able to um uh you know work with folks that are close to you on on, on, on uh Kimberly's um uh, case um you know a very particular community that you know uh, that she's working with and 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 on the other hand how Manuel opens up the community so it's more folks that he may not know uh and being able to, make those connections, make those personal you know, relationships um, and center the stories um, that people care about through the sharing of a meal. What do you think, Lady Sasha?
0: Yeah, same. Uh, both of their modes of working, I, I really love how uh, it's shaped around igniting collective and shared experiences. Uh, thinking, thinking back to Kimberly's methods of embodied research, uh, as she puts it, um, especially since her practice is traced across both architecture and movement-based work. Uh, it's, it's kind of special to hear her talk about how this project prioritizes care strategies and collaborative storytelling. Uh, I think with them both, there's just some really cool approaches towards ideas of togetherness um, and the collective in general. Um, uh, I think with Manuel, one of the the things I appreciate most about his practice at large um, is how participatory it is. Um, and the focus on on stirring different like food pathways and engagements around food. Um, and like you brought up, Atue, um, the cultural nuances that comes up uh, when one engages with the culinary space, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's quite special. Natasuis
6: Ella, Nutomas Apanahanat, Natai Brooklynat. Hi, my name is Ella Mahoney. I am originally from Aquinnah, Massachusetts. I currently live in Brooklyn and I am a member of the Aquinnah-Wampanoag tribe. I am an artist, a painter, a mover, and like to tell stories. One time that I felt particularly affirmed by my community was when we were all creating together. For the past couple of years, I've been involved in this performance called We Still Dance, where members of my tribal community and a dance company from Boston have been creating a piece that tells the story of our past, present, and future. The piece uh, has been a process of listening to everyone's stories and figuring out how we can all use our talents to benefit this project for me that's painting for some people it's drumming storytelling verbally or singing um i think that this is so affirming because it allows us all to tell the stories in the way that we need to and getting together allows for a lot of laughs, for a lot of honesty and deeper feelings, and just getting to be in a space with the community to produce something that we're all really proud of.
7: My name is Angela Miskis, and I am an artist and community organizer based in Southeast Queens. The artwork I create centers on honoring my family upbringing, especially lessons and memories of my grandparents back in Ecuador. I am currently a Create Change Fellow with the LP. I have been developing my art and stewardship project called Abuela Neighborhood Maintenance, where I connect neighbors in Queens through the common goal of respecting and improving our quality of life. I used text, craft, photography, and design to call attention to the volunteer work during the cleanups. I felt affirmed and connected to my community after I organized my second large group community cleanup. About 20 people came to help pick up litter along the sidewalks of the Hollis Long Island Railroad Station. Parents brought their kids and clean as a family. Multiple local organizations sent representatives to help and elected officials stuck by to say hi. Together, we collected over 700 pounds of trash, and everyone was just so happy to have helped. It was the first time I acknowledged my role as an organizer, and not just as an artist. This event made me realize that I could be both, and use all of my skills to continue to create events that will bring joy to my neighborhood.
0: Wow, yeah, for me, Ella's story of affirmation was an absolute thoughtful reflection around the power of cultural production to not only bring community together, but the power it also has to heal. Um, and in thinking about with Ahila proposed and shared in that story, really, uh, over the course of this fellowship, it has been an absolute treat to learn more about her practice, um, both her social practice, but this very deep community practice that she shared, um, and how it's inspired by and shaped by the practices of her grandparents, and particularly her grandmother, um, and that it's so much more than you know, a community beautification project or a community cleanup project, but that it's it's an opportunity um, to kind of shine some light and highlight uh, what it means to do collective public actions and direct actions of community care um, in ones in one's
1: neighborhood. Um, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, with uh, what you're just describing, I think also um, uh, the beauty of st- being a witness to someone else's story uh, on Ella's you know case uh, where there's something so important you know to write our write your own history you know tell the story uh, and bear witness and I think there's something so powerful about that uh, that I appreciate about you know uh, Ella's uh, practice and 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 with Angela, I think, you know, yeah, it's the action, you know, it's more about being inspired by her grandmother and having an action that would connect folks in a way that, you know, feel like they're taking care of their own neighborhood. Um, and a simple act of, you know, picking trash and just cleaning up and doing, you know, all the posters and things that she's doing. It's, it's, it's such a simple thing and a great gesture uh, of care
0: so Watue, what's, what's a time that you felt affirmed or particularly connected within your
1: community? Uh, thank you for that. There's been a couple of uh, moments where I've been able to hang out with some of my neighbors uh, in front of the park where I live. Uh, it's been more spontaneous. They're, they're, we're there and they're there. And oh, wait, we're here all together. Let's just take a moment to share some space. And that's been a really nice, you know, impromptu thing. So two days ago, the city had, paid for, you know, having musicians in the park, uh, and that was even a circus, you know, uh, act, and um, it was just beautiful to be able to experience that again in public space with folks that, you know, are my neighbors um, in a way that it felt like, wait, this is great, you know, seeing culture, uh, you know, in, in space, being able to just be, <laughs> you know, joyful, I think that we needed that uh, here, so it was nice to see that. anything for you yeah no
0: that 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 all sounds absolutely wonderful. I love the you know those moments of joy and togetherness and those like small acts of just coming together that you shared and that's been popping up for you during this time. Um, yeah, they are incredibly important um, and significant, um, definitely during a time when we've been isolated and apart. Um, that's pretty cool. That not only uh, as this pandemic kind of um, opens to some sort of end in sight, but also as the the weather has broken here in New York City, that uh, you all are able to convene together. Um, that's quite that's quite wonderful. Okay, that's our show, folks. If you want to keep up with what we're doing here at the Laundromat Project, you can find us at laundromatproject.org and across all social media platforms.